0: The idea with lifestyle medicine is that most of our chronic diseases are rooted in our lifestyle, and by focusing on improving our lifestyle, we can prevent, treat, and often reverse so many of the most common chronic medical problems that people suffer with. And so I've really become passionate about this because I think this is really, truly the way to heal people, you know, giving people medicines and you know, having people take medicines every day, there's a rule for that. But if we can prevent that, if people are healthy without medicines, then that's really the best way to heal people. And then with our overburdened healthcare system, um, this is really the way to heal our, our healthcare system.
1: Hi, I'm Leslie Abraham, a pre- and postnatal expert, DO and exercise specialist with over 11 years of international experience. I am now the founder of Bonjour Baby, a birth prep and postpartum recovery online program. I help new moms just like you preparing for birth and recover after so that you can be ready for the biggest day of your life push with confidence and feel like your own self again in your new mom's body. So if you have questions on how to stay healthy during your pregnancy, prepping your body for birth, preventing diastasis recti or the best way to support your postpartum recovery, this podcast is for you. I created this show to give you simple and scientifically proven tips and insights on pregnancy, birth prep, recovery and motherhood, and give you the answers and knowledge you deserve. So if you are currently pregnant, a brand new mom, or a mom of four already, looking for feeling better in your body and more confident in your mom life, you are at the right place. So tune in, grab your favorite cup of tea, settle comfortably, and let's get this episode started. Welcome back to the Bonjour Baby podcast and to episode 62. Today, Dr. Ritu Saluja Sharma, lifestyle medicine physician and integrative nutrition health and wellness coach is coming to the show. Ritu is a medical doctor, a board-certified emergency medicine physician, a wife, and a mom. She has created her own weight loss program after studying lifestyle medicine. She wanted to have a program where people can make real and lasting changes. I love that. Rather than just treating disease, she wanted to address the root causes of illness and help people achieve their best health and true wellness she considers that she is here to empower the members of her health and wellness program with the information and tools that most doctors don't have time to share with their patients this information and these tools can transform their lives Dr. Ritu came to the show today to talk about how food choices not only help you to lose weight, but also play a huge role in your recovery process after giving birth. If you are new to this show, this might be a new notion to you, but my guests and I really see and value food and nutrition habits as an important and an amazing tool to support your recovery after giving birth. We talked about weight loss coming from a place of abundance of nutrients, a place of nourishment, rather than being the fruit of insane restrictions and interdictions and what it means for your recovery process. Dr. Ritu even shared some super useful and simple tips with us. But before we dive in into the episode, have you shared the Bonjour Baby podcast with any other moms yet? You know, like your mom's friends or the ladies in your mom's Facebook group or in your baby and me meeting group? I would be so grateful if you could just take a minute of your time and share this episode with someone that you know and who will find it valuable to their very own journey. Again, I will be so grateful. All you have to do is go to the app or podcast listening platform you're using, click on the share button icon and send it on over. Thank you so much in advance. All right, let's dive into our episode with Dr. Ritu Saluja Sharma. Hi Ritu, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you on today and talk about one of my favorite topics, nutrition, food, and the power it has to heal our bodies. Before we begin this episode, would you mind telling us a bit more about yourself and how you use nutrition and lifestyle medicine to transform people's lives?
0: Hi. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. So I'm an emergency room doctor, and I have a second board certification in lifestyle medicine. So I've been working as an ER doctor for more than 15 years, and I'm still working part-time as an emergency room doctor. But after years of working on the front lines of our medical system, one of the issues that has become clear to me is that, unfortunately, disease prevention is really not the focus of our medical system. instead, our system prioritizes expensive pharmaceuticals and expensive interventions and expensive supplements. So while searching for answers and a better solution, I became board certified in lifestyle medicine, which focuses on disease prevention. And then I started my business, Head, Heart, Hands. And so what I've created is a lifestyle change program for individuals, and for workplace wellness to help people lose weight, prevent disease, to help them stay out of the ER and to help them live a longer, healthier and happier life.
1: Amen to all of that. <laughs> I thank couldn't you. agree more with, with the way you see um, you know, health and that we can do so much more to be preventive. I couldn't agree more. So thank you for the work you're doing. Thank so you. you just mentioned that you are a lifestyle medicine practitioner, right? That might be something lots of us are hearing for the first time uh, in this episode. So can you tell us what is lifestyle medicine exactly and what does it look like?
0: Sure. So lifestyle medicine is awesome. I think it's, uh, it really is, uh, after, you know, years of, of working, um, in the medical system and, and it's still, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing, um, It's not opposite of Western medicine. It really is a part of Western medicine. Um, But uh, the idea with lifestyle medicine is that most of our chronic diseases are rooted in our lifestyle. And by focusing on improving our lifestyle, we can prevent, treat, and often reverse so many of the most common chronic medical problems that people suffer with. And so I've really become passionate about this because I think this is really truly the way to heal people, you know, giving people medicines and you know having people take medicines every day there's a rule for that but if we can prevent that if people are healthy without medicines then that's really the best way to heal people and then with our overburdened healthcare system Um, This is really the way to heal our our healthcare system. So lifestyle medicine focuses on six areas to improve health. And the first way is uh, what we eat. So um, the idea is eating more plants and eating more whole foods. So um, that naturally means crowding out animal products and eating less processed food when you do that. So um, choosing more nutrient-dense foods like fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, beans, lentils, uh, really focusing on on those foods as the majority of what you're eating. Then uh, increasing physical activity. So ideally incorporating 30 to 60 minutes of moderate physical activity into your routine, um, ideally five five to six times a week, mm-hmm. and then uh, managing and reducing stress. So that means looking at your life holistically and trying to find ways to reduce the stress in your life. Um, but then a certain amount of stress is inevitable. And Mm -hmm. so finding ways to better cope with your stress. And this may include um, introducing uh, mindfulness-based stress reduction, uh, some sort of um, stress reduction technique into your daily routine, Uh, improving your sleep and prioritizing sleep. So for many of us who Our busy moms, you know, we don't get enough sleep. We don't prioritize that, but making sure that we adjust our lifestyle and our diet to make sure that we're getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night, prioritizing our relationships. So There is an abundance of evidence that our relationships not only are important for our emotional health, but they are also important for our physical health and our longevity. So being aware of that and um, prioritizing that in our life. And then reducing risky substances is the sixth pillar, and and that includes quitting smoking and then drinking alcohol only in moderation. Yeah. So it's really not one magic bullet of health and longevity. It's all of those factors combined that really help us to live um, a longer, healthier life and to prevent disease and to become our best self. So for example, if you're eating all the broccoli and kale in the world, but you're not sleeping, you're still going to feel unwell. You're mm-hmm. still going to be, uh, you know, at risk for different Types of disease and you're you're just not going to feel your best self. Um, Or if you're exercising and eating well, but you're stressed and you aren't managing your stress well and you're anxious, no, again, you're not going to feel your best self. So it really is looking at all of those factors. and, um, And that's what I've based my program on is really looking at all of those factors and trying to help people make small changes in their life to really improve both their quality of life, but also hopefully their quantity of life to live, live a longer life uh, that's, that's uh, hopefully healthier and, and free of disease
1: yeah it's really a holistic approach to to health and i i i love that that's what i'm always um saying to my clients as well it's never just about nutrition it's just never just about you know losing the weight it's about looking at all the different um uh, pillars as you say in your life and making sure that we have a balance with everything so absolutely love that. Okay. So let's talk weight loss together and especially weight loss in the postpartum period. That's a question that I get a lot from my clients, of course. So when I say postpartum, I mean, at least the first year after giving birth, not only the first trimester, because this is how I think I see postpartum. We have so many things happening in the, those first two years. So, I see so many new moms really struggling with losing the baby weight, breastfeeding or not. But one thing I truly believe in is that we don't address weight loss with the right tools in this period. We think diet, we think food restriction, when it's absolutely not the time to do so. One of the reasons why one may be plateauing, see that pretty much every day. (laughs) So can we talk about how weight loss can come from a nourishing way of eating? Because I don't like to use the word diet because it automatically means restriction, unfortunately, in our head. And why does it matter so much to think about it this way and not think restrictions or cutting on calories and counting macros?
0: I completely agree with you. Uh, 100%. So, uh, in the postpartum period and also just in your life in general, that those methods of counting calories and counting macros and restricting yourself, it just doesn't work. And I think most people who who diet, um, they know that, that, you know, it may work in the short term, um, but then the weight will come back. And, and, and for many people, you know, using those methods by counting calories or counting macros, it's not, it's not healthy. Um, And so in my program, what I advocate is making lifestyle changes and the goal with those lifestyle changes is to help you feel better, to improve your health, to nourish yourself, to give yourself more energy, to improve not only your, only your physical health, but your mental health and to live a longer life. And, and with those, those goals as your motivation, and if you're making lifestyle changes that are sustainable, so not having to count every single thing that you eat and count calories then if, if those are, if that's your motivation and, and the way you're doing it is sustainable, then, then the idea, the hope is that the weight will stay off and that this is a lifestyle and not a diet. So I have lots of strategies to help people lose weight. And I have a 14 step plan, which is a combination of multiple strategies. And, and some are more aggressive than honestly, that I would recommend in the postpartum period. So, um, I, I think, you know, there, for people who want to lose weight aggressively, who are not immediately postpartum, you know, that would be a good, mm-hmm. a good choice. I think, um, I think for people who are postpartum, I would not recommend things like intermittent fasting, or, um, you know, some of the methods that I incorporate, um, I think would be too aggressive. But what I would recommend to your listeners is the idea to increase whole foods and to increase plants. So again, that same first pillar of lifestyle medicine. And not only will that help them nourish their bodies and help them heal, but by also increasing your intake of, of whole foods increasing your intake of plants you're automatically going to be crowding out processed foods processed foods are high in calories and um, and low in nutrients and so when you're crowding those foods out then you're you're going to lose weight and so I think you know for for your listeners who are interested in a more aggressive method of losing weight and if they're past the postpartum period i think you know my solution would be great or perhaps they could use my plan or you know the less aggressive parts of it but i i think um you know it's important you know you're healing you need to focus on nourishing yourself and nurturing yourself um, after after you have a baby And, and especially if you're breastfeeding, I mean, gosh, that's, it's so, so important. So there's an app that I would recommend, um, for your listeners, uh, it's called my weekly wins. And I think that could be really helpful if you want to lose weight, but you don't want to be as aggressive about it immediately. Um, and in this app, you set goals, um, you know, to eat more fruits and vegetables or to eat whole foods. In fact, they actually, there is an eating plan that was designed by me in the app. And, um, and in this, using this app, you can build healthy habits and counting, count your healthy behaviors and celebrate your wins. So I think that's a, a good way to start. And then, and then for people who are wanting to be more aggressive about losing weight, I'm happy to help them using my program
1: yeah it's beautiful it's it's a nice app I'm gonna make a note of it (laughs) yeah thank you yeah it's great I like that they can have some accountability with that and you know celebrating the wins is so important when we are making uh lifestyle changes so yeah that's perfect so um let's talk about do you have some we talked about you know crowding out the uh refined food and processed food but do you have other easy tips you can share with our listeners to support their weight loss journey in the postpartum period?
0: Um, yeah, so uh, drinking lots of water. I think that that's, you know, that's always going to be important, making sure that you're eating lots of fiber. So when you eat fiber, um, that's good for your, your microbiome for your gut health, Mm -hmm. but that's also will keep you fuller for longer. And, um, and so if you're eating fiber rich foods, if you're eating nutrient dense foods, if you're eating more whole foods, all of those things will help to nourish you, but it will also, you know, help you help keep you full. Um, and, and, and when I'm, when I'm saying whole foods, that means, you know, when you're crowding out the refined, refined, uh, Foods or or in the simple sugars that will help you lose weight. So drinking water instead of drinking sodas, uh, instead of drinking juices, um, you know, all of those things are, are a way to that you can easily lose weight.
1: Yeah, and it's important for healing as well. And, and let's let's go to that. So something else I talk about a lot in the postpartum period is uh, postnatal depletion. And how important it is to make sure we eat enough of the nutritious foods. It means getting enough of the micronutrients, like you just said, our bodies need in this period to support all the healing processes going on in the body and make sure we don't live on empty stores that can lead to even more exhaustion, brain fog, anxiety, inflammation, all the good stuff that we can see in the postpartum period. (laughs) So all of this can really work against what your body is trying to do at this time, heal, rest, process, digest, and absorb enough nutrients to get you going and support the myriad of metabolic reactions, hormonal changes, and more going on. But what is a micronutrient-rich diet and why is it so important?
0: Um, So, yeah, that's a great question. So, Every day, all day long, our body is using micronutrients to perform all of the key processes in our body on a cellular level. So our body is constantly making new skin cells, new blood cells, new muscle cells, new bone cells. Our brain is constantly sending messages through our nerves to to control everything we do. Our immune system is constantly working to protect us from infections and injury. And of course, for all of your listeners, your bodies are doing even more amazing things. You just grew a baby and many of you are nursing and you are healing. So in order to perform all of these tasks and and so much more, you need the essential building blocks, the micronutrients, which are compounds that your body can't produce. And without these micronutrients, your body's really unable to function properly. And and so nutrient deficiencies are the cause of many diseases. Now, fortunately in the United States, uh, true nutrient deficiencies are rare, but even though the diseases are rare, many Americans are not getting enough micronutrients in their diet because the standard American diet is low in micronutrients Mm -hmm. and high in calories. And, and, um, you know, in the standard American diet, kind of the way that we, we function is to, you know, we eat this very low in micronutrient diet and then, and then we supplement, you know, Mm -hmm. so, um, the supplement market is huge and people spend so much money on, on supplements, but for most people getting the nutrients through a a diet that's rich in micronutrients is actually much more beneficial. There's a ton of evidence that, that supports that. So, um, so, uh, what I recommend is, you know, eating, uh, eating lots of plants, eating more whole foods, going back to nature and eating what we should be eating instead of eating the high calorie nutrient, poor food, and then taking supplements.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so how can the, can our listeners modify their eating habits to be more nutrient rich? So we say incorporating more plants, but are there any other tips um, that you might be able to share with us?
0: Absolutely. So, um, so I can talk about some, some food categories that, mm-hmm. um, you know, are, are great. So if you look at, um, uh, cruciferous vegetables, so, um, you know, broccoli, kale, uh, green leafy vegetables, um, vegetables and fruits that are, are red, orange, yellow in color, uh, garlic, onions, Mushrooms, you know, getting a, a variety of, of different fruits and vegetables, getting a variety of colors on your plate, that's a great way to increase your your micronutrients. Um, eating lots of, of, of berries uh, in different colors, eating lots of nuts, eating whole grains, eating seeds, all of those things are a way to really increase you know, the micronutrients that we know of. So the vitamins and minerals, but then there's probably likely many other micronutrients that we haven't even identified at this point. uh, Phytonutrients uh, that, that really help our body function.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Other compounds, uh, antioxidant, all that kind of thing that we can find only in these foods and they're very important as well. So if you had to choose just five foods that are super packed in nutrients what will they be
0: so i love kale um i think you know it is truly a superfood and especially for women who are postpartum kale is filled with vitamin c and and vitamin c actually helps uh build collagen and it helps boost your immune system so that's a really important uh vitamin and it's an antioxidant so so kale is is filled with really everything. It has vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, a great source of vitamin C. Um, so lots of fiber, um, berries, which are also filled with antioxidants. So, you know, blueberries, you know, people talk about blueberries as being awesome, but you know, other berries too, raspberries, blackberries, strawberries, all wonderful for you. Um, loaded with antioxidants, high in fiber, great for you, uh, legumes. So, you know, we have a, culture where we really prioritize or we talk about protein, you know, what is mm-hmm. the, your, your protein with every meal. And, and that ends up when we, I, I feel like we're eating too many animal products because everyone is worried about getting enough protein. Yeah. And, uh, and while, you know, there's a place for that, uh, eating beans, eating lentils, uh, those are a great source of protein. They're packed with nutrients, high in fiber, and and those are those are great for you. Avocados are a great source of potassium, mm-hmm. and um, and they're also a great source of healthy fats. And so there's a lot of evidence that actually eating avocados can be good for our cholesterol levels. And so I I think that's a wonderful food to incorporate into your diet. Ideally, when you're making when you're cooking with avocados, if you're making something like guacamole, you know, it's okay to have chips once in a while. I'm, I'm not, I, again, I don't feel like deprivation is the, mm. is, is sustainable. So, you know, I do eat tortilla chips once in a while with avocados, but ideally, you know, dipping carrots in it or de- dipping cucumbers is, is an even better choice if you're trying to lose weight. And then nuts. So uh, nuts are loaded with protein, loaded with healthy fats, fiber, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. And I think eating nuts as a snack rather than turning to processed, you know, crackers or chips or, you know, some of the traditional snack foods that, that are marketed and packaged, those foods, again, are are low in nutrition and high mm. in calories and, and metabolically what they do to our body is they make us release insulin. They help us, they make us, uh, store fat, but eating something like nuts, which is higher in fat actually, but what it does to your body is it, 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 doesn't you know make your body secrete a lot of insulin it it, you know the the metabolic effects are different and so if you're eating a handful of almonds for instance that really um, can satiate you and make you you know make you full it's a great snack but it's not going to help it's not going to make you gain weight.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that definitely. All right, thank you for sharing all of that with you. Super, super helpful. Uh, I know our listeners will get a ton out of this episode. So, if they want to connect with you, how can they connect with you, and where can they find you online?
0: Absolutely. So, my website is headhearthandsmd.com, and um I am on Facebook. Uh, so Ritu Saluja Sharma, or I have a Facebook page for my business, Head Heart Hands. I also, I'm just sort of starting on Instagram and I'm hoping to start a YouTube channel. So I, have never been really much, uh, about on social media, but this is something that is my, uh, my next adventure is delving into (laughs) that. So (laughs) hopefully there'll be, you know, more on there, uh, coming up soon, but you can, uh, check out my website, and uh, I, I explain a lot of my programs in detail on, on the website. So I have a, a workplace wellness program. I have a individual weight loss program. I have an, an individual disease prevention, 12-week lifestyle change program.
1: Perfect. And so they can work with you directly online, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay.
1: Perfect. I'll make sure to add all of these links to the show notes. So it's going to be easy to find.
0: Awesome. Thank you.
1: All right, Fritus, thank you so much for your time on the podcast and thank you again so much for everything that you shared with us today. Thank you. And that's the end of episode 61 with Dr. Ritu. I really hope you now understand the vital role of food choices, healthy and balanced nutrition habits, especially in the postpartum period. Keep in mind that your postpartum journey not only lasts for a few weeks after giving birth, but rather during at least the first two years' following the delivery of your little one. If you want to know more about Dr. Ritu and her program, you can check out the links in the show notes of this episode. But before we wrap up this episode, if you are currently in the middle of your postpartum recovery journey and you are struggling with diastasis recti, peeing your pants when you sneeze or cough, hint, that is not normal, plateauing in your weight loss journey, or simply you don't know where to start to support your body's recovery and finally feel like yourself again, you can go ahead and download my free postpartum recovery guide. You will find the link in the show notes to do so. It will give you more insights into what's happening with your body, and I'm also sharing five super simple exercises with videos to get you started. If you love today's episode, please share it with a friend. Postpartum recovery calls for a lot of adjustments and sometimes we are simply missing the tools that will make us feel better just because we never heard about it, so share away. All you have to do is go to the app or podcast listening platform you're using, click on the share button icon and send it on over. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to do so and this helps me support other moms like you taking back control of their health and body and embracing this new chapter of their life with confidence. Thank you so much for listening in today and I will see you next week, same time, same place, my friend. Until next time.